It's time for the main event of your day. Yo, what is up, everybody? I know you missed my voice. I know you probably missed her voice. This is the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. I am Dustin. And I'm Chriselle. And we are here with an episode for you guys. So all of you who may have been in our DMs or in our comments and been like, hey, where's the podcast episode? Where's the podcast episode? Guess what? We're dropping them. We're dropping them. We're dropping them. We're dropping them. Today, me and Chriselle are going to dive into our wwe predictions and then maybe you're listening to this one first maybe this is the second one you're listening to but if you just look at our page guess what we posted aew predictions too so make sure you guys check it out we're giving you two for the price of one in one day so like september 2nd is a good day for you guys because you guys are getting a lot of podcast content but chriselle how are you feeling what's up with you it's been a long time since people have talked to you what's up i've missed the podcast wrestling has been it's, it's a weird time for to have just fallen off the side of the earth july was just really busy then i got sick it just there's a lot you know a lot happening but but i'm not even going to say that we're going to be on the flow now because every time we say that something happens so you know thanks for listening today we'll see what happens next week yeah honestly guys like life just kind of just comes out of nowhere we were like oh we're gonna be on the grind in the summer and then the summer was so busy and then chriselle got sick and then i started up with my job again and everything just kind of like compounded at one time so we do want to get the content out for you guys we do want to do stuff for you all just continue to bear with us we really appreciate it and we appreciate everybody listening to this episode and i don't want to get sappy and like i don't want to take too much time away from like the actual wrestling stuff but chriselle the people haven't heard from us really all summer like we've got maybe two episodes the entire summer if i'm being honest like i'll be our biggest critic you know who <laughs> we didn't post a lot over the summer of course, like you said, this was a crazy time to kind of fall off the face of the earth in terms of wrestling because so much happened. Probably the biggest wrestling news story ever, quote unquote. You can make that argument of Vince McMahon stepping down from WWE, a man who people thought was going to die in the chair. He said that himself. Um Really quickly, because I know we haven't talked about it at all. Your thoughts as like, you know, it's been about a month or so. Your thoughts. Good. I'm glad it happened. You know, something had to happen for Vince McMahon himself to be out of that chair. But it finally happened. And we have Triple H now, you know, to be dramatic in power. And he's been doing great. He, I've loved all the returns. I love the booking. I love that not everything has to do with having a belt. And there's just so much going on that you don't... It's you don't have to focus on one thing and get bored like how it traditionally has been. Like the only thing been going on is like maybe Roman Reigns and maybe like a women's feud. But right now there's just so much going on that you can just enjoy little pockets of everything all the time. Yeah, I was going to say like glad Vince is gone because I think you ask anybody, WWE has been like creatively bankrupt. They haven't had fresh stories, fresh storylines, fresh wrestlers even for so long. So getting someone new in there with a fresher and younger mind triple h isn't a spring chicken like he's not in his 30s but he's definitely fresher to the wrestling business than vince mcmahon is he has his hand on the pulse he definitely knows and understands what's going on and i'm excited to see the wrestlers coming back you know johnny gargano eo sky uh dakota kai 
Braun Strowman's rumored to come back if you're listening to this episode. He's rumored. So it's just interesting to see people coming back. I'm excited for the freshness of it. No, and like you had said, like, okay, yeah, he's not like a spring chicken. He's not a young dude. He's not in his 30s. But he's been in the company himself for a long time. And through like the later ha- like part of his career, he's been dealing with a lot of young talent. So I feel like he right. has such a like special perspective to the company itself that I think that's why I resonate with his product a lot more than like a young fan, like a Tony Khan kind of building these like storylines, like things like you can tell is a different perspective. And I really do enjoy it. Yeah. And we're definitely going to talk about aw in our aew episode that is literally on the page so go check it out it's right there but i agree with you chris like wwe has been very exciting and i'm i'm finding myself excited for monday television i'm excited for friday television am i missing some fridays because i ha- have some plans sometimes on fridays yes however i'm excited to watch like and that's something i cannot say i was feeling even three months ago, if you go back and listen to an episode right before the summer and when Vince was in power, I was talking about how much I hate Monday nights. I hate Friday nights. I don't care about this pay-per-view coming up. I'm so excited for Clash at the Castle. I cannot wait to get into our predictions, our projections for where the show is going to go. And if you're listening to this after Clash at the Castle, we're going to talk about where we see some people going and will we be right? Will we be wrong? Who knows? But I'm so excited to talk about it. And that's something that I think we haven't had in a long time. So let's get into it then. Yeah, we're definitely going to hop right into it. So we got on the card, it's about six or seven matches. I can't count at this current time, but we're just going to go through each and every match. You guys know how this goes. So the first match that I want to look at is the six women tag match. We got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai. Chriselle, who do you have winning? Why? What do you got going on in the match? Talk to me. Um, You give Bianca and them the win, right? Ooh. I knew I you disagree. were gonna agree. I knew you were gonna agree with that. Um, I would. <laughs> I personally. I so so let me let me just not even give my answer because I'm talking more so in the future, right? So right now, Io and Dakota don't have the tag titles, right? So are we doing the pathway where Bailey is eventually going to have the titles before they get the tag titles? Because eventually, we assume right that they're going to have more of a bloodline kind of situation where everybody has the drip on them. Is that what we're thinking? And so Bailey has to go first. So we win here, then lose later. I don't know. I think right now you also have Bailey lose because the tag people, they lost. You give Bailey the losses. Like, see, this is what we're talking about. Like, it's going to be something dumb. This is it. Yada, yada, yada. Further their storyline and they lose. You booking like this, like, man, you booking like this. Well, I mean, if that's they're, what, if they're what, a loser, people will like them. No, why did EO and Dakota already lose? Like, it'd, okay. be, different. it'd be different if they had the titles on them right now. I, I, okay, so obviously I think EO, Dakota, and uh, Bailey are going to win. I, I'm on the complete opposite side of you here. And, okay, I like this because I see where you're coming from. Why did they Why did they lose, right? I genuinely don't see Raquel and Aaliyah as anything more than transitional champions. And I think, I know everybody's saying, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. I think Sasha and Naomi are coming back for those belts. And I think that you're in a position where if you're Triple H, right? Sasha and Naomi left on such ridiculously bad terms. You have to bring them back as a tag team and you have to give them those tag team titles. You just have to. I think his hands are tied in that regard. So with that being said, I look at EO, Dakota, and um, Lord, what's her name? Bailey. And I say, oh, I don't want them to be transitional champions, only have the belts for three weeks, a month. I want them to have a lengthy reign. So I just see it as Bailey and the group win here. You know, it is what it is. 
somehow down the line, Sasha and Naomi come back. Let's just say it's three weeks from now, right? Three weeks from now. They beat uh, Raquel and Aaliyah for the belts because no one's going to care. They beat them for the belts. And then you can do an EO and Dakota versus Sasha and Naomi feud, which is money. I think them losing, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it, but I think it's a better path to get to EO and Dakota versus Sasha and Naomi without Ian Dakota having to look like idiots and be transitional champions because you don't want them getting belts and losing them immediately. And they're already talking about the controversy of the match on Monday where they lost because Dakota wasn't legal. So it's like, okay, there's some credence to it. So, okay. So you think Sasha and Naomi should be transitional champions for EO and Dakota? I think that works better because realistically, are you going to keep a megastar like Sasha Banks in a tag team? Like, let's be, let's be genuinely honest with ourselves. You're not going to do that. Naomi has a ton of credibility she could give to your singles division because let's not act like the singles division is really jumping in WWE with the women. Let's not act like it. So that's why I'm saying like, you have, you have to give Sasha and Naomi those titles like you have to triple h's hands are tied there because things ended so crappy and like talk about fans turning against you like fans would turn against triple h for that i really do feel that i'm not saying i would but i feel like you have to do it so it's like do you make eo and dakota transitional champions for a month that undermines the freshness of the group you can't do that you can't undermine the group so that's why i'm saying like you know, they eventually beat Sasha and Naomi. Say it's a month or two months or not. Say it's that Survivor Series. I don't know. But it's just that type of thing. Do you think Bailey, EO, and Dakota need the win more than Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka? 110% because okay. Bianca's your champion. She doesn't have to get pinned. So that's okay. Like, as a sixth woman, Bianca doesn't get pinned. It doesn't hurt her at all. What is Asuka doing relevant right now? What is Alexa really doing relevant right now? You got Bailey, EO, and Dakota who are fresh off of returns literally a month ago. They're hotter than, like I said, Alexa and Asuka. Bianca is in her own realm, but if she doesn't get pinned, it doesn't matter. So I 100% think that Bailey's group should win this match, and I definitely think they're going to win the match. I think that's too easy of a pick that... Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like everything in the cards say Bailey and them are gonna win, but I also just wouldn't be surprised if Bianca wins and like Bianca's the one they like pin somebody. She's not gonna pin Bailey, obviously, right? But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so. And we're talking about it. If Bianca gets the pin, right? Because that's the only person I can see on that team getting the pin. Can you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, so Bianca gets the pin. What does that do for anybody? Like, Bianca's the quote-unquote, keyword quote-unquote, biggest star in this match. You know, you could argue Bailey, whatever. But, like, Bianca's your megastar right now. What does that do for Bianca getting that pin? Over your freshly new made group one month ago. That came one month ago. Like they've only been around one month. It's not like they're six months in, a year in. They got credibility. Like they're a month in. They're still trying to get that. So you're telling me the first time that all three of them are in the ring tagging together, they lose? You know what I mean? You're convincing enough. That not not only because, okay, this is the first time they're tagging together, but also because I think the storyline is way more exciting if Bailey, EO, Dakota pin either Alexa Alexa or Asuka. Yeah. I, I feel like if they pin, like I said, you can have Bailey pin Asuka and you go from there. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to do. So that's just how I feel. But that's my prediction there. We, I, I appreciate us disagreeing, but I don't see Bianca and them winning. It just doesn't do it for me. See, I went in with Bianca and them, but like I said, like you're convincing enough. I prefer the storyline if like one of them do the pinning or whatever. So I, I'll I'll switch mine. I switch mine. Oh, you were convincing. Okay. And I don't usually switch mine for you, but you're you're doing it was a good convincing. I like I mean, the storyline. Like I, I said, you I don't have to. I know I don't have to, but I'm choosing to. 
Yeah, you didn't have the switch, but it was look. a good sell. It was a good sell. All right. I'm moving on to the next match. We're going to go to, um, let's talk about it. Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. Um, it's going to be, I believe, obviously, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. So you got the throwback. Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. I feel like it's just been a lot of, I feel like, excuse me for going first here, but I, I feel like it's been a lot. This has been long, if that makes sense. I feel like the Judgment Day thing has been so long, but it's really just been since WrestleMania, if you kind of think about it. That's where it kind of started, which wasn't that long ago. But it just feels like it's just been so long and so drawn out. Um, personally, I definitely think the Judgment Day has to win here. Um, I think they have to win. Have them pin Ray, and you go from there. They keep teasing uh, the Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley thing. I thought personally we were going to get a mixed tag match of Beth Phoenix and Edge versus, let's just say it would be Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. I thought that's what we were getting, but we got this instead. Um, I think Judgment Day has to win here. They are one of the colder groups in WWE because, you, you know, WWE is starting to get into the factions mode. You got Hit Row, uh, Legado del Fantasma is coming up soon, the Bloodline. I feel like Judgment Day is that one where it's like, oh, and the Judgment Day. <laughs> So I, I feel like they really could use the win. What do you think? I think they could use the win. I would love for Edge and Ray to have their, because it's always just like the old heads, right? They give the old heads their moment, but there isn't really much momentum behind them right now. Like Edge doesn't really have too much fire behind him. Ray doesn't have too much fire behind them. Judge, Judgment Day, they need the fire behind them, but they are the oldest right. one and they, they've seen so many faces and I I want it. I, there is something I before I was like give it a chance, give it a chance. But it's been going on for so long that I also am in the dust and boat of like it's missing something. Right. They're like I, I don't know what it is. It like I I think it's also held back Rhea enough that like not held back right because like she like has her little segments, but there really isn't anyone for Rhea to go against too much besides continuing to be, beat up Dominic. So I'm just like, even if they do win, it's like, where do they go from here? Oh, I was, you, you mentioned Rhea Ripley and I kind of want to touch on her really quickly. Um, I think that everything she's doing with the Judgment Day right now, she could be doing by herself and like, it would be just as legitimate. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the Judgment Day has added anything to what she's been doing. I don't think Finn Balor has added anything to Finn Balor or Damian Priest, to to be honest. Like, I like Damian Priest back when he was smiling, doing his dances with Bad Bunny. Like, I liked him more then. And then everybody knows Finn Balor. But I feel like every, I look at Rhea Ripley and I'm kind of just like, why are you in this group? Like, you could be doing all of this by yourself. So I hear you, right? Yeah. So Judgment Day has had this, like, undertone of, like, righting the wrongs or, like, kind of kind of make way for the new generation stomping out these old heads uh aj styles ray mysterio like they're kind of going over the older dudes like ziggler like people that are like the wrestlers that are already established kind of move out the way there isn't really a women's division right now for Rhea to do that like all the all the people that Rhea would be doing the exact same thing like even though like they're not around they're not around right like Charlotte still hasn't come back from being. Like, I was brushing my teeth out. I'm like, dang, where has Charlotte been? Charlotte's not around. Uh, Becky just kind of stepped away for a little bit, rightfully. So I like, I guess maybe story plot. I don't know, man. She destroyed her shoulder. Where have oh, you been? Like, it's been it's been so long. I'm like, what yep. happened? She just yeah, she, she uh, dislocated her shoulder. Yeah. Okay, I knew there was something, but it was just. It was leaving my mind. But I was like, okay, so like there isn't any like Bailey just came back, so you don't just throw her against her no. immediately. There isn't no. but regardless, right? There isn't that that already like 
set up rest, women's wrestler for her to do the same thing too. But she could just do the brutal brutality thing that she does by herself. You're absolutely right. Well, but also, like I said, um, and I know they kind of pivoted and things changed and Bailey came back and everything, but we never even got the Bianca versus Rhea match that we were supposed to get. You know, mind you, Rhea couldn't fight in the match because she was injured. But, you know, coming out of it, we never even got that match. And I'm like, talk about somebody that I'd be like, okay, she took the belt off of Bianca. Rhea Ripley is definitely up there. I'd say Rhea and I'd say Bailey are the two people that I'd be like, okay, I get it. Um, But the Judgment Day in general, they just are missing something. And it's definitely not Dominic Mysterio. They keep trying to recruit him. And I'm like, why would you want Dominic Mysterio? He sucks. Like, he's not good in ring. His acting is terrible. I hate every time he talks on TV. I'm like, dude, shut up. He's missing a lot. He needs to go to NXT and, like, be there for a few years, if I'm being honest. He's missing a lot. So that's just how it is. No, I agree. I completely agree. But we're going to move on to a match that I'm actually extremely excited for. It is the match that I'm probably most excited for, if I had to say, and it's Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. First of all, shout out Matt Riddle. He got his first name back. Second of all, <laughs> I know y'all saw that promo on Monday, so I'm not even going to recap it. Your wife and your kids left you. Like, I ain't even going to talk about it. Chriselle, I need to know what you think. Who's winning? Where are we going with this? What's happening? Talk to me. They're beefing to beef, right? I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> So they they have like real or they had at least real yeah, life beef. But well, that's the only reason why they're working together now. Because before Seth Rollins never wanted to work with Riddle ever. Like don't even put me in the ring with that guy. So like I'm I'm saying like but like realistically, right? Like what does this mean for anybody moving forward? Like where are we going from this? Like Seth Seth Rollins beefing with Matt Riddle doesn't like elevate him in any way to move him somewhere else or like put him in any better storyline or like make him look any stronger. He's Seth freaking Rollins. He doesn't need it. But also Seth like Seth hasn't really been on a winning streak either. So is this where the tide turns? I don't know. Matt Riddle, on the other hand, I don't love him as a person, but he is a fresher face that, like, I think this means more to him for a win. Um, And I think that would also kind of set off, like, a second side. Like, you get to see more, like, Matt being, like, Riddle being more aggressive and angry and whatever because it's, like, a more of a a beefy storyline. So I would say give it to Riddle. Uh, we disagree on this one again. Um, what? I but I I understand what you're saying, and I pick this. I pick Seth Rollins to win. I think Seth Rollins is gonna win because I think there's there's legs in both of them winning. I don't want you to underestimate Matt Riddle or Seth Rollins. The legs that you could go. I think Seth Rollins has lost so many pay-per-view matches that he needs this win. Like, he's coming off of the Edge stuff where he just lost. And then he's coming off of the Cody stuff. Rightfully so, Cody was beating him. But he lost to Cody Rhodes on three straight occasions. Three different occasions, he lost to Cody Rhodes. Like I said, mind you, it was the right choice. But he's coming off of all those losses. He's the guy that I look at and I'm like, dude, you need a big pay-per-view win. And they're, they've been heating up Matt Riddle. He had the feud with Roman. It was what it was. He lost, obviously. But he, he's he's good. Like, I think people look at Matt Riddle and he's definitely credible. And I agree with you that he's a fresh face. But I really do think they're heating up Seth for Roman once again. I think they're going to try to revisit that. And what better way to do it than beating a guy like Matt Riddle, who's very credible, who's very credible, former tag team champion, former U.S. champion. And then I think Seth is maybe one feud away from being like okay you're ready for roman like just say throwing out a name he fights montez ford i just threw out the first name i could think of like he fights 
one more feud, a couple more matches, and then it's like, all right, you can put him against Roman, and I'm not batting an eye. I think that's where they're going with Seth. When it comes to Riddle, I don't think he's going to win this match because I don't think he needs it. I still think he's... I like the edge that he showed on uh, Monday when during the interview and everything. And what I would really like to see, and this is a little bit of fantasy booking here, what I really would like to see... Is, let's just say Randy comes back January, the Rumble. Let's say Randy comes back during the Rumble, right? Um, you have a little RK Bro reunion. And let's just say you have the RK Bro, like Randy's all like, hey man, we're tagging again. It's all good. And Riddle with this newfound edge that he has, I would like him to carry it on this newfound edge. He turns on Randy in like February time or something. And then boom, you get Riddle versus Randy at WrestleMania, which everybody still wants, or everybody I know at least, they still want to see the match because RK Bro ended because Randy's injured. Like that's why they never had their official fallout. And I think the way to go is Randy Orton's in a position where people are going to boo him, but he's getting to that category category of legend status where people just aren't gonna boo him anymore and i think riddle is like with that edge of like you know the guy who's like super chill but when you piss him off he goes to a 10 like there's people like that everywhere i think riddle's that perfect guy to be a heel like that so and i think that could start with losing to seth seth rollins a guy who disrespected you so much i think that's a way you could go um so i say all that to say i think seth rollins is going to win i think seth rollins should win what do you think about my little fantasy booking there i want your opinion um i think it's good because it kind of play in with like again you're addressing the okay what happened to rk bro so yeah. because it's, it's a longer term situation, I I don't think Matt like I keep calling whenever his like first name is involved. I do want to call him by his first name because Riddle just sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I I hear I hear it why he doesn't need it. And I think he is still off of the high. I think he does still have. A str- I think they both have different kind of fan bases right now where they both have different arguments for why they don't need it. But I'm sticking with I think Riddle should win. That's fair. Okay, so uh, I gotta ask you, match of the night or no? This is this is what I think will be match of the night. Potential. Okay, I have another one that I think I have another one that I think could be match of the night. Um, that we're gonna get to here in a second. But I'm gonna do another match before I get to that one. Uh, so we got. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Title. Who you got and why? Um, I really don't care. Um, this is a weird win for me to say I don't care about. I really don't care to see Shayna as champion. Uh, Liv hasn't really done to- too much for me as champion. SmackDown is in a weird spot with the women's division. I think there's a lot going on on Raw that it's kind of hard yeah. to pull away from. But isn't the draft supposed to be coming up relatively um, soon? So people were thinking that. Then Fightful came out with a report that they talked to USA executives and USA said there's not a draft happening anytime soon. Oh. Which I don't mind because if you're going to do Survivor Series, which is brand versus brand, I'd rather these people have been on their brands long enough to want to fight for them as opposed to one month. I'm Team Raw, but weren't you on SmackDown last month? month like so i get it but i don't think a draft is coming anytime soon but addressing that really quickly chriselle raw is stacked bro like johnny when johnny gargano came back i was like yeah this is getting ridiculous like they have everybody so i'm looking and i'm like a group like legato they have to go to smackdown which is so interesting because like this time last year smackdown was stacked smackdown was like where it's at like raw was just which, I mean, it makes more sense for Raw to be stacked because I think more people, it's easier for people to tune in on a Monday than a Friday because people have Friday plans, not really a Monday right. plan. But also, it's three hours. You need to switch it up. Yeah, uh, but you also need you also need the depth, though. So, like, I understand a guy like Johnny being on Mondays because if you don't have the depth on Mondays, then we start complaining, ooh, here's this rematch again. So, it, it's, a two it. edge, it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. Uh, but going back to this match, there's nobody over there for them. They keep doing the... I, Cause it, 
regardless of who wins, someone's going to end up going against Natalia at some point. So <laughs> like, like, it doesn't matter over there. Um, maybe Shayna, only just to freshen it up. Maybe wow. we get a... I, I don't care. I really don't care. I, I have my reasons for both of them to win. I think Shayna's a better wrestler, and I think that's yeah. the only reason why I'm like, okay, cool. Shayna is like a character I don't really care for, but setting it up for just better opportunities whenever some people do come back, I think that's why I would like, oh, I'd be okay with it. They're like the switch. I think I personally think they're trying to get back to Ronda. Um, and their excuse to not have Ronda in the title feud is she keeps getting arrested or whatever. I'm not, I'm not too understanding of all of it. Like I said, I think SmackDown needs some work. Um, but I think they're trying to get back to Ronda. I, I can appreciate what they're doing with Shayna. They're trying to give her that edge um, that she had, you know, back when she fought Becky Lynch for the title and was beat everybody in the elimination chamber, eliminated everybody, Brock Lesnar style. Like, they're trying to get her back to that, which I can understand and respect because for too long, Shayna Baszler has kind of been a joke. So I understand people like you who look at her and it's just like, uh, uh, you know, I, but I take it with a grain of salt because I'm like, okay, it's only been a month. Like, I'm going to give Triple H a chance to try to rebuild her, which I think he's done a decent job of, like, when she kicked Liv in the face. I think that was so disrespectful. I was like, that's tough. Um, with all that being said, though, I think they're getting back to Ronda. I can, I think Liv is going to win um, because Liv has been kind of weak as a champion. I've, I've interpreted her reign and th- feel free to chime in here, Chriselle. Um, I've interpreted Liv Morgan's title reign as like, I'm learning to become champion as opposed to like, I'm the champion. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that because you won on a cash in with money in the bank. That's fine. But when you have a women's division that's really weak on SmackDown, I feel like you need a champion that's like, no, I'm a champion. And I think Shayna Baszler could do that. But I, I that's how I feel with Liv's reign so far. I agree. Her her belt definitely comes with training wheels and it is that persona that she is she's exuding that like I'm learning the robes or she's not like a confident champion either. Yeah. So but I still like Liv, you know, I do still like I understand. Liv. So again, I really either way. But yeah, it does make sense that they're they're trying to wait a work up for um Rhonda to come back and stuff like that. But I, I think it makes more sense as far as who you do have on SmackDown to keep Liv be the champion because I think you're so not too. Gonna, you're not going to give it to anybody else and then what you're going to have uh Shayna and Natalia go again at it from that they put well, them on tag teams together all the time. I feel like you can't do that. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you have more heels on SmackDown than you do faces anyway. Because exactly. you just took Raquel and Aaliyah and you made them tag champions. So they're out of the picture of like possibly being women's champions for women's title feuds. So you got like Shotzi, you got Natalia, you got Zia Lee. Ah, man, that division needs some help. All due respect, it needs some help. Um, But I got Liv. You got Shayna? Final answer? I respect it either way. I, I, I can see it going either way. I'm very 50-50 on this one, but just for just for the giggles, I'll go with Shayna. I, I can respect that. Um, let's get into the other match that I really do honestly feel like could be match of the night. I'm really excited to see this, Loki. We got Gunther versus Sheamus for the IC title. I'm really excited for this because these are two dudes who do not care and will beat the crap out of each other like they are going to beat the living crap out of each other that visual of them on smackdown i think it was the week before where butch and like i think his name is ludwig kaiser or whatever were like scrapping and sheamus and gunther were just staring at each other while their little boys were scrapping on the side and they just dead eye staring at each other i was like yeah 
yeah, they gonna smack the mess out of each other. Like, I'm super excited because I love that type of wrestling. Just stiff, lay your moves in, no flips, nothing special to it. Just beat the crap out of each other. I think Gunther is going to win. I think he retains in the UK because he has such credibility in the UK. Sheamus does too. I don't want to give off that impression, but Gunther's former UK champion. So I think Gunther's the guy. What you got for me? Oh, I completely think uh, Gunther's going to win. There, Sheamus, great guy, great whatever, but there really is no, there's no need for him to win. I think Gunther has been doing really great. I I didn't know too much about him when he was first got his like roster call up, but He's I fantastic. think this is the way to go. I I I is Sheamus isn't the one to take it off of him. I think it's interesting. He's a strong wrestler. Like he's a good he's a good wrestler to keep strong. Yes. So oh, yes. I don't think I think him losing right now would make absolutely no sense. I think. I think this <laughs> so. Is right. So you say absolutely no sense. I personally can see Sheamus beating him. Um, because this, there's a story there. That's the only belt that Sheamus has never held. Like, that's the only one missing from him becoming a Grand Slam champion. And then Sheamus is, I think whoever beats Gunther, they either have to be like a super baby face who's like really small and overcomes the odds, or there's somebody who's going to beat the crap out of him. And I think Sheamus is a guy that would beat the crap out of him. Like, him and Drew are the two guys that I look at, and I'm like, if they overpowered Gunther, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. And then you got the flip side of like a really small guy, say like a Ricochet. If Ricochet was able to pull it off, I'd be like, okay, I get it. I can see Sheamus winning. I think there's a world where he could. You don't think there's a chance? There's a world. There's a world out there where Sheamus walks out with the IC title and Drew walks out undisputed. There's a world. There is a world. There is a world where you value that audience enough where like this is wow. where we are going to change the dynamic wow. right now. There's a world where that would happen. We're not living in it though, but there's a world where that would be really interesting and fun to watch. To br- bring it back to where bring it back to a world where Drew and Sheamus are top guys. If you if you're telling me, ask me ask me on Monday ask me on Monday how I feel about that. That's interesting. They both walk out champions. Wow. There's a world. Those I are the guys. Mind, you know. I wouldn't mind Sheamus as the IC champion. I really wouldn't because I want my IC champion to put on really good matches and be intimidating. And that's exactly what Gunther has done, and he's been fantastic. And I think that's what Sheamus could do. I think Sheamus is incredibly underrated. Like, people always say Ziggler, like, as the guy that's underrated. I think I'll always go back to Sheamus. I think he's so underrated as a performer in WWE. But we're at what I'm 99.9% sure will be the main event of the pay-per-view. We got Drew McIntyre, the quote-unquote hometown kid, even though he's from Scotland and they're in Wales. That doesn't make much sense. But (laughs) we got Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. This is the this is the big one, Chriselle. What do you got? What do you think? Where are we going? I'm I know what I think, but talk to me. Roman's gonna win. But yes. but in the world yes. where Drew McIntyre wins this, there's a possibility. There is a there that is a world where as soon as the one, two, three, that's a world where I will cry. That is a world that I would like to see again. I love Drew and I think he hasn't been in like that like that like third gear for a while but Drew is so so capable of just like being a hot guy that this would be great you know it's like the hometown kid and then he's also coming out to his old um 
his old uh, entrance music. I hope he and, does. And, and and he's just been robbed so much of his career, and he's a good guy, and he he works hard. That I I get it. You know, this is the underdog story of like people to go against Roman, and like there's a lot. He's he not necessarily not like hey hey man. I like I, Drew. Drew's I, a good. I, dude. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I, I think there's a world. There is definitely a world where he wins. I, I give him the best odds of beating Roman since uh, Brock the first time at uh when they were in Saudi Arabia. Like I think I give Ro- I give him the best odds of beating Roman since then. Uh but I just I don't think Drew's the guy. Like and that's all due respect. I don't think he's the guy. I'll stand on my hill right now. It's still Cody Rhodes. Yes, I hear you. Um however, um yes. Yeah, cuz I think in my head I I don't I also know that it's not going to be him because whenever Roman does lose the titles, he's going to be gone for a long time. Like I know that like he's itching for that time and it's it makes sense you can't just have him on like the everyday week show after his year-long reign. So what do you do? But also, what if he's just getting to that point where he's like, nah, dude, I'm not, I, I need some time. Like, I can't keep doing this type of stuff. Because I know as it is, he's walked away, but like, who knows what his timeline is or like what's going on or like maybe he just does want to break, but maybe something is going on that he wants a break. There's like, yeah, I can't wait until then. So let's do something else. Uh, well, I also, I also think that now we're, we're, we're projecting here, but I also think that whoever beats Roman, it's going to be for one of the titles. I don't think, because I do think they're trying to split the titles back up again um so i don't know how the challenge will get laid down but it'll be like you know you get a chance at one you don't get a chance at both or something like that um i can't see something like someone like drew or even cody being like undisputed wwe universal i can't see that being the thing that they go with um and then also what kind of quote unquote gives it away that i think roman is walking away the victor they're setting up other people for roman as we speak like KO is doing the stuff and he keeps calling out Roman Reigns. And like, I think everybody's kind of in the consensus of like KO and Sammy for tag camps. I think that is where we're going to go. I think they are the group that's going to beat the Usos. If I had to put money on it, I bet KO and Sammy. But I think before we get there, they're going to try to do KO again. Seth has already called out Roman one time. So those are two guys right there that you've already set up for a Roman Reigns title feud that I'm like, okay, if you take it off of them now, that was empty foreshadowing, which isn't wrong, but why even play those games? You know, what i mean no so i i definitely think roman's winning but there's a chance if triple h wanted to pull a moment card of like i mean that arena do you think okay i gotta ask you they're in wales they're in the arena do you think so the one two three happens right Uh uh-huh does the air get sucked out or does it go crazy like is it then by air gets sucked out i mean in shock not like anger but like shock is it more shock or is it more like yeah what do you think i'm (laughs) No, there's no way. I think the way this match would go is it it wouldn't be like a, oh, what the heck? Like, whoa. I think it'd be like a, holy shit, holy shit. Like, what just yeah. happened? Like, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I think it's a complete flip out. Like, wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah. I think it's a hype surprise. I don't think it's like one of those like, whoa, what the heck just happened? No, I agree. I, I, I agree with you there. I think it would be like a hype moment but do you and i mentioned really quickly um that i think cody rose is still the guy do you still think cody rose is still the guy mind you he's quote unquote cooled off a little bit but the man tore his peck so we're not really gonna crap on him but 
do you think Cody is still the guy? I personally do. If it's happening at day one, yeah. Is it happening at WrestleMania? I don't know. Uh, it depends on what they do at Mania. It yes, depends. I don't know. What are we doing with... What, what, there's just so much talent now. Cody, just get better because I'm confused as to what we're doing with you. Yeah, Cody's still definitely also, the guy. Uh, money in the bank? Question mark? What about it? Is what, it going to appear? Yeah, is it going to appear? Uh, oh, here? Uh, yeah. No, no. I don't even think Theory's going. If, if I had to guess, I wouldn't even say Theory's going. Excuse me. Um... That's yep. what they want you to think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I still am in the boat of I think Gargano should take it off of Theory. And that's another route you could go if Gargano somehow got it off of Theory because I think Gargano could play it well enough of like, oh, guys, the predictions are over. So we're just talking here. But <laughs> if you're like, are they going to keep predicting? The predictions are over. We're just talking about WWE. There's no more matches left. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking WWE because we haven't talked in a while. So uh, a way I could see this going, Chriselle, is Gargano baits Theory into putting the briefcase on the line because, you know, who's your daddy, this, any other, like, the way, all that stuff, right? I feel like Gargano's the guy who could bait him into the match. Gargano wins, he gets the briefcase off of Theory. Talk about an underdog, babyface, happy, smiley, go lucky person to beat Roman. That's a babyface right there. I mean, if you want a babyface, a baby, like Cody Rhodes has an edge to him. That's like, yeah, you're a good guy, but if you're a dick, I get it. Johnny Gargano is like, nah, dude, you're too nice. Like, I just can't fully buy into it. Like, you want a babyface to get it and someone people would love to do if you built it correctly? Oh, Gargano's the guy with a cash in. Oh, man. I would love a world where Cody Rhodes is SmackDown champion and Gargano is on Raw. Yeah, like I said, I think Roman's held the title hostage. Um... Which I, I, you know, not all his fault, not all his fault, but I think by SummerSlam of next year, he won't have any of them. So about a year from now, he won't have anything. No, 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 no. A year I from don't, now. I'm, I, I'm giving a year. Next year is an ending with him still with the belts. There's no way. Yeah, I think SummerSlam next year, he won't have both belts. Now, if what you do the Cody match at SummerSlam next year. 2023 that way? There's like day one pay-per-view, yeet. Well, we don't know what Triple H's vision is. Um, Really quickly, any returns at this show? I think yes. Charlotte could maybe be coming back, if I had to guess. That would be my big one, Charlotte. Still don't ask me who, but yes. Somebody. I don't know. Well, they're saying bronze coming on Monday. Some, How you some, anything? I don't know. I like. I just. I wasn't expecting such a Triple H pay per view. The last pay per view. That now I'm like, okay, well that's what you did then. What are we doing now? Are we having more returns? Are we gonna have like a crazy finish? Are we having a moment? He's, like what's happening? He's gonna do something for those people over there now. Whether it's a return or the big shot. That's why I say like Drew could win because I feel like if Triple H is like, no, we're doing something huge for these people who haven't seen a pay per view in 30 years. Like we're doing something big. I can see the big moment. I think it would be wrong but you know that's why i'm like what's gonna happen no clue something something spectacular (laughs) something amazing i guess (laughs) but no guys that is our wwe clash of the castle predictions talk wrap up whatever you want to call it um chriselle anything you want to say to the people enjoy the pay-per-view or i hope you enjoyed it thanks first thanks for sticking around with us and if if you're new here leave us a review follow because we will be posting more episodes and stay interactive on instagram yeah like chriselle said stay interacting like share follow all that good stuff to the podcast um we will be having podcast episodes coming out i'm not gonna give you a date i'm not gonna give you how many but we will have more episodes we promise this is not the last one there we go that's what i'm gonna start saying i promise this isn't the last episode you'll hear (laughs) i promise 
And guys, if you haven't checked out our AEW predictions, go over there, check it out. Whether you like AEW or not, go check it out. We talk the pay-per-view, we talk projections, where we think people are going to go, what the heck is going on with World Title Feuds, who do we want to see on our freaking TVs that we haven't seen, all of that good stuff. So stay in tune with the podcast. We're posting reels every single day on our Instagram, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Make sure you guys are liking, commenting, sharing those reels. Because of you guys, me and Chris have so many different opportunities that have already arisen and are continuing to arise for us so continue to support us we thank you thank you thank you and go check out that aw review if you haven't or not a review excuse me prediction if you haven't already thank you all right now peace bye listening to the unexpected wrestling podcast with dustin and chris sal thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it leave a review it better be positive and keep up with the podcast on instagram and twitter catch you at the next show